Welcome to Get Your Shift Together, hosted by Michelle Ferrari. As an executive and leadership coach, Michelle's mission is to support you on your leadership journey, whether you lead a team of 5,000 or are seeking to improve your own self-leadership. Michelle's approach is to guide you in understanding the impact of your choices and actions and help you shift those choices and actions to align with your goals. Michelle's humor and expertise will leave you wanting more. I hope you're ready to jump in because it's time to get your shift together. Hey, Michelle, we're here with another episode of Get Your Shift together. We're recording this in late September. Michelle, how are you today? I'm fantastic. This is my favorite time of year. I'm, a, I'm in a great headspace. I love this energy. I love the, we're coming up to harvest season, all the work that we've put in over the year. Now we get to reap those rewards. I like this time of year. I like it a lot. You know, Michelle, there's been a lot going on lately uh, in the world, good and bad as always. And, you know, one of the things we saw is, is the queen after 70 years on the throne pass mm -hmm. away, unfortunately. And, you know, I want to mention a few things about that. I know we're going to get to imperfect and regrouping. And it's an important time of year for being imperfect as it always is and especially for regrouping i think as we you know are in the final quarter um any, any tidbits or advice in terms of regrouping that you want to start with to kind of ground the listener here oh well um there's a lot to say on this subject and i think so many of us i i will say with some risk associated with it, Jordan, that I do think um, we all experience the fear of imperfection, but I would say it is incredibly dominant in female leadership. It's, um, I, would, I would, probably 95% of my conversations right now with the women leaders that I coach are around this concept of imperfection, the fear of making mistakes. You know, it's a broad, it's a broad topic because we're afraid of imperfection because of the consequences. And usually the top consequence is what other people will think about us. And what I really want people to sit with, to explore, to question is this idea of what matters most is how I think about myself. What matters most is how I think about myself. That's a, it's a great point for the, uh, for the listener to just hold on to as we go through this conversation. Right. Right. So and wanted... it's a difficult one, Jordan, I will say, you know, what I know right now is all the people that heard it are going, yeah, but if my boss, yeah, but if my team, yeah, but if my spouse, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but, Fred Flintstone. Um, <laughs> Love that show. And that, you know, in the face of the consequences, 
oh, I'm going to go, you know what, I'm feeling a little bold today. In the face of the consequences, it's not relevant. Even when you're holding the space that that person is in charge of my career, my promotion, my job, what you think about yourself is more important. Can you sit with imperfection and still believe in yourself, still trust yourself, still honor yourself, still like yourself. That's the, you know, the mirror moment. You know me, I always like to come back to the mirror. That's the, in my imperfection, can I look at myself and still be proud of myself? Because I'll tell you, I've been in this racket a long time and I have yet to meet a perfect leader, a perfect person. I just, I've met a lot of human people. So are you saying you're human and not perfect too? <laughs> I know that comes as a shock to so many. Oh wait, nobody. You know, oh, what makes what makes me a great coach is, oh my God, is there a mistake I have not made? I don't think so. Yeah. And people just, I guess, as, as humans, we struggle sitting with that imperfection and still liking ourselves, right? Because we're so hard on ourselves. That's the reality. Yeah. And, you know, I'm not, obviously I'm not a therapist, but I often think that we're hard on ourselves in anticipation of others being hard on us. It's, it's mm -hmm. a defense mechanism. Um, so if I, if I, if I say what I'm worried that other people are going to say, or if I beat myself up because I think other people are going to beat myself up, we believe that anticipation is somehow going to have us survive. And I'd like us to try on, it actually is what's crippling us. I think all, you know, the divisiveness in the world, the headlines in the world, um, the anger, the anger in the world right now. Much of it is a defense mechanism. I'm afraid of something in me. And my first line of defense is to, is to get outwardly aggressive because if I, if I keep up this aggression, I don't have to look in the mirror. Hmm. Yeah, there's so much, there's a lot going on in the world. And, you know, we're, I guess I'm grateful, and I'm sure you are too, to be in a country like Canada. I keep seeing everything coming out of uh, Afghanistan right now, as well as, you know, there's oh, so much I, damage with the hurricanes and everything else. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, I, I, <laughs> I, I don't know if you experience this, Jordan. Do you think like everything that you say now is a hot topic? Yes. Right? Like I'm not, I'm not saying I'm for Trudeau or against Trudeau. What I'm saying is I really love living in this country and I feel really blessed to live in this country. And do I care if the man dances? No. And if we annihilate an individual for dancing, what are we, what are we annihilating ourselves over? 
I saw yeah. a guy go off on city TV. I, I feel so bad. I'm sorry. I can't remember his name. He's a morning anchor on breakfast television. And he went off on Trudeau and dancing and the inappropriateness of it. And it made me laugh. It just, it okay, just that made was, me laugh. That was Sid Sixero. Okay. And on, on the record, you know, I've met Sid a few times briefly and Sid, I, I like you as a person, but I did not like what you had to say is being so critical of Trudeau for that. I, I thought, I thought well, there's a great example. Trudeau. I, sorry. I, I thought what he did was human. Human. And human. guess what guys, guess what? And, and Sid Sixero to get it straight, Michelle, he was, he was criticizing him. Right. Was that right? Oh yeah. He thought it yeah. was appalling. Yeah. It was look. So here's, what's funny. I love a good, you know, passion filled rant and he gave it like he was he, he did he did and I can tell I have never met the man here's what I think is like underneath the rant I was going oh my god you're so cute because you can tell he's a really passionate like I would like to be with him at a party he is I think he brings the fun he brings the humanness so I love all that but even leaders can be human. And if the worst thing that our leader does is sing Bohemian Rhapsody, it's, and it's not the worst thing he's done, I'm not saying that, so don't come at us. Um, that's okay. That's, you know, and, and, and that poor prime minister in Finland, Finland, right? Finland, she was yeah. dancing. Yes. She was letting off some steam. Guys, leadership is hard. And I got to tell you, when I you know, view some of the stories around what some leaders are doing. I don't think dancing and singing is the thing that we should be going after. And, and in terms of, I know I'm going to start to ramble Jordan, so just cut me off, but coming back to the queen, here's, here's what I love and am concerned with the queen. 70 years, female, unbelievable. In her death, what was amazing is some of the stories I read, some of the stories that I listened to, I was not connected at all to how many firsts she charged ahead with. And I, I, in the listening to her life story, I found a different level of respect for her. Hmm. You know, she was the first monarch to go to Germany. She, you know, she, um, oh, I'm going to get this wrong and people are going to not like it. She danced with the president of one of the South African countries. I can't write, it might be Zimbabwe. I can't, and of course, a white female dancing with a black male her entourage was going crazy and she did it because she was sending a message she had this incredible subtle way of sending messages to people and she she worked hard for diplomacy and pushing that envelope you know read up about her because she's quite something Having said that, could she be a more flawed human being? 
like the family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, you know, the flawed, flawed. So let's stop putting people on pedestals and expecting this perfection. And let's stop doing that to ourselves. It's, it's never going to happen. That pedestal that you're waiting to ascend to, that ain't happening for you or for anyone else around you. The leader of your company, the leader of your country, it's not happening. We are human beings. And, and by that very essence, we will make mistakes. So what the practices is what is my intention? What am I trying to create? What am I trying to move forward? What do I want my impact to be? And is my action, and most importantly, is my thought aligned with that intention? And if at the end of the day, I can look in the mirror and I can say, oh, that was a mistake, but I, you know, I, I was trying to do something good there and I've learned something from that. And awesome. That to me is leadership. Yeah. And there's so many things there I want to just touch on. Um, it was the president of Ghana in 1961. Oh, Ghana. Which oh thank you. With- we have Google now and I just Googled it. Um, <laughs> but again, like, it's a good point. Cause like you were worried about, you know, being perfect in that moment. And even you saw me pause before I said Afghanistan, because I wanted to make sure that was the country that's, that it's, that the, the current pro- yeah. problem is happening in. Yep. And I paused because I wanted to be perfect, but here's the reality. I've had an incredibly busy week and I don't have to be perfect because I haven't, I should be up to date on that, but I haven't had the time to fully read through everything. And I shouldn't put that pressure on myself to be like, Ooh, I'm worried about saying something wrong because I can be wrong. It's okay. Um, It is okay. And what's, why were you bringing up Afghanistan? So what was your intention and your point behind that? That's more important than getting it Perfect. So if we would listen for context and intention with each other and most importantly with ourselves, we would change the energy of this world. Because right now what we're doing is we are socialized to listen for it's not Afghanistan. It's not Ghana. Uh, That's very true. That's very true. And I think the other the other thing I wanted to make a point of is um you know, you said about Sid Sixero, if he ever listens to this, um, you know, how, how you think, quote unquote, he's cute and like in terms of his intentions. And I can tell you from that event I was at where I, I met him, it was an Easter Seals charity event. He was hosting yeah. it. Yeah. So 700 people at the Fairmont in Toronto. And I heard that behind uh, stage, he was like so grateful for being given that opportunity to host the Easter Seals charity event. And he was so concerned and wanted to be so good that night. And I think that is his character, Mm -hmm. even though he's hosted so many things on TV 
And I also do respect the opinion that, you know, he's on TV and he wants to make strong statements and he had his opinion and, uh, and, and, and we can respect everyone's opinion. We can respect everybody's opinion. And then I just want to go back to intention. So it doesn't surprise me that you're saying that about him. There's an energy in my opinion that comes off of him. And it's funny because I'm picturing him in my mind right now. And I do think he's really like, I'd like to be sitting on a couch with him and, and debating and having a conversation. Yeah. What I would like Sid to get connected to, and maybe he is, I don't know, is what are you trying to create in the world, Sid? So you have one of those, you know, you're breathing some rarefied air. You have a lot of people listening to you. Mm -hmm. um, you're setting people's energy for the day, for the day. And what is it that you're trying to create? That's that, yeah. That's very, that's not, that's, that's just very valid. Very valid. And, uh, you know, I have, a, I have, I was telling you before we got on, and I think it just fits in so well to imperfection. Um, and just, I had a few examples recently that I thought of, of strong leaders. And, uh, you know, I just wanted to get you to react. And, and you spoke a little bit about female leaders and imperfection. So, you know, I have this road hockey to conquer cancer event, you know, plug it, plugging that for, for Saturday, it's going to be a huge event where we'll raise almost $3 million. But here's an example. I maybe think over, great, maybe probably over. Probably uh, here's over. an example. I think of great leadership. So I've told Michelle, I don't think I've shared with you, the listener that you know, when I was in my master's program, I ran events for Jumpstart, which is Canadian Tires Charity. The main thing we were doing was running a concert there with a Juno award-winning band, Bedouin Sound Clash. And I was able to get the undergrad business students at Queens um, involved in trying to do something for Jumpstart. So they were gonna run a ice hockey event. And I wrote a letter to Jaina Hefford, who's a Hockey Hall of Famer. She has four Olympic gold medals because she was from Kingston. And I wrote it either to her or, or her mom. I don't know how at the time I got, got their address or email. What you have to know about Jordan is he is like, once he gets an idea in his head, he's like, he's tenacious. He's very creative. <laughs> so Jaina at the time, this would have been... 2011 uh, she was still playing and now she's head of the professional women's hockey association and she's in the news a fair bit um, she agreed to do the event and she had an appearance fee you know a lot of these athletes will want an honorarium still for their time and sure. yeah, yeah. deservedly so because every charity would call them to do things <laughs> if they did it right. for free all the time 100 100 yeah we agreed to the value of, of what we were going to pay her in exchange for what value we thought she was bringing and at the time it was it was a big number for university students organizing event anyways the ice hockey event they were organized was not going to happen. We didn't get enough teams. So I wrote to Jane. I said, look, this is what's going on. I said, we can still pay you half out of the money we get from the concert. But as you can probably imagine, it's money that was supposed to go to jumpstart. She said, don't even worry about it. Don't worry about my fee. Don't worry about it. I didn't even do the event. No problem. 
Fast forward to 2021, mm -hmm. running road hockey to conquer cancer. <laughs> I'm now on a Zoom with Jana Hefford asking her to come to the event where she receives an honorarium. She's there in 2021. Fast forward to this year, she's coming again this year. She also did a promotion for us where she received an honorarium. She's receiving the positive publicity of being involved in a cause she cares about. And I just thought it's incredible how things that you do, you never know when they're going to come back in your life. And, you know, I just want to commend her for how she treated that situation back 12 years before. And she never probably knew what, where, where our paths would cross again. So good for her. <laughs> yeah interesting um and probably not surprising to you I have a different take on that I believe you do the leadership started with you mm -hmm. so here you are a, a kid you know having to pay somebody a fee that you're like what okay yeah, and 20, 21, 22 at the time. Right? Like mm -hmm. greener than green. And yes. what you do is not, well, it's not happening. You're not doing it. I can't pay you. What you're doing is, well, we, we had an agreement. I need to honor the agreement, but there's, there's actually, there's not enough money right now. <laughs> and so you offer to honor the agreement, but changing the terms. Yes. Right? So you're, you show up in transparency, mm -hmm. first of all, right? In transparency. And you show up concerned about her. Yes. Very true. Yes. So that's where the leadership story begins mm -hmm. and in true jordan fashion you're giving it to to it's do i pronounce it jana yes jana yes jana but it began with you and then what yep. you have to acknowledge is that her response then comes from the energy and intention that you brought to the table Ah. And I think, you know, good for her and amazing and, and not everybody would have showed up the way she showed up, but she, you know, she took your energy and then she built on your energy. So it has to be acknowledged that you started with an intention. Yeah, well, you're right. You're right. And at that, I think the other thing is at that point, I was willing to be vulnerable yes. and also be transparent and say, you know, this, this is the situation. Right. And that is so often what we're missing in leadership. And when we, when we miss the transparency and let me be clear here, Jordan, because we're always taking it back to the mirror transparency with self. Mm -hmm. So when I'm talking about being kind to yourself and, and, and being okay with imperfection, the number one step with that is to acknowledge the imperfection. Not put a bow on it, not package it up differently, not ignore it, not shift the responsibility to somebody else, but to acknowledge our human imperfection and then be transparent in that. 
that it's right because we're also concerned with other people thinking that we aren't perfect or for judging us for when we make a mistake we're so busy trying to cover that up that we'll you know we'll go hard at people in the wrong direction so as not to allow attention to come to our own imperfection and you did the exact opposite of that and look at what has transpired a decade-long relationship with a wonderful mm -hmm. human being yeah you nailed it there and now that I see it that way, I, I completely agree with you. And I do think it's that energy, that energy exchange. You said something really interesting. You were like, when we think of imperfection, we're worried about how other people are going to react to us. Yes, we are. Which is so funny. It's a very simple concept, but it's something you don't really think about, right? And what we typically do, right? Fight or flight, fight or flight. <laughs> we, we pick a strategy and then we either go on the defensive or we run and hide. Versus just, oh yeah, oh man, did I ever screw that up? That, that was a mess. Swing and a miss. Like what if we all just, okay, I'm going there. I'm going to use an, a sports analogy. Yeah, what if we all just, treated our imperfections like the commentators at a baseball game oh he's up to bat and it's a swing and a miss it gets announced he tees up for the next ball right like it's like okay i just brought golf into a baseball analogy but whatever i think you get my point they're two ball sports it's fine right, right i i you know what you make such a good point because People are always like, oh, it's really cute to bring sports lingo into uh, business or whatever. The reality is a lot of people relate to it and they understand it. If you think about baseball, if you hit, if you make a hit 30% of the time, you are a, basically you're an all-star, right? Isn't you know? that like... We all know Michael Jordan's like quote from back in the day. It was like, I miss... 99.5% of the shots I took, but it was the 0.5% that mattered. And that made his career. But so we're so worried about whether or not we'll make the shot that many of us don't make it. One quick aside, um, I'm dealing with this, uh, working with this really cool um, bank executive, one of our top banks. And we always laugh about the sports analogies because we're of a certain age where if you didn't know sports, it, it was a hindrance in, in the male boardrooms that we have to go in. What, which was and, a real thing and probably still is. Oh, it still is. Yeah. It still is. Ask any woman in the finance industry whether she feels excluded because um, of the male bonding over sports. And, you know, not good or bad. It's just, it's just a reality. Um, and this woman says she purposely uses house cleaning references oh. because in a bank right so many women <laughs> and she will as she's talking to her teams like and even though you know even in male boardrooms she'll bring in other relevant analogies and I'm like good on you she's like yeah I do it on purpose and I'm like good that's amazing that that's amazing I know. I love it. I love it. Anyways, that was an aside. I, I was taking us down a rabbit hole in that. But so, you know, 
connect to your intention. Swing. Uh, swing a bat. Right, swing a bat. And then if you miss, it's okay and be transparent about that. That's... What do you feel like about, um, you know, when it comes to imperfection, we also mentioned regrouping. Yep. Do you think September is a good time for everyone to regroup or do you think everyone's just in their head too much about, oh, this is the right time of year, whether it's September or January to regroup? Like, shouldn't we be regrouping all the time? Um, sure, we should be. Should we be regrouping all the time? I, technically, sure. <laughs> um, but I think these milestone elements work in our favor. So I think January is a great time to just say, okay, we're approaching the back half of the year. We're almost in the last quarter of the year. What do I want to accomplish? What do I need to shift in order to be in alignment with my impact in terms of what I want to create? What do I need to shift to be in alignment with my intention? And I'm going to, I'm going to take 10 swings. And if nine of them miss, okay, but one of them is going to hit. I, you know, Peter Oliver um, is a, famous Canadian restaurateur. I had the privilege of getting to know him at uh, JDRF. And he was a massive fundraiser for JDRF because his daughter suffered from type 1 diabetes. And uh, he was a personality, certainly before I ever met him. I knew him through the, through the media. And um, in my first boardroom meeting I was doing a strategy session and he was one of the board members and a lot of demure board members and were letting me do my thing and not Peter Oliver right he was like first of all a, a really sick something and you know so he walked into a room everybody everybody noticed he had the personality to match the height and if he didn't agree with where you were going um he would certainly make it known and, and take over a conversation. He was definitely a man that thought his opinions were the best opinions, like, you know, oozed confidence. And I'm not saying that in a negative way. He just thought, you know, look, I know what I'm doing. I'm really smart. Let's go. Mm. But his energy was one of, you were never doing it big enough. Mm. He just always, it was like, be bigger, be like, come on. This is average. This is mediocre. That's not like, let's, let's go. Let's, let's swing for the fences. And he brought that energy to everything that he did, knowing full well that it wasn't always going to work, but to not swing for the fences to him was an offense. Mm. And he inspired a lot of people to reach higher. And, you know, in my, when I was feeling insecure and when I was feeling nervous about whether I was adding value or having an impact, a personality like that, I would go on the, I would go on the attack, right? Oh my God, he's so arrogant. He's this, he's that. And oh, no, no, be quiet. And that was my response to my inadequacies, not to his personality. 
right? I made it about him, but it was about, oh, I can I hold my own with this man? Am I am I smart enough to hold my own with this man? Am I adding value with this man? And so I want us to notice that too. So one in September, reconnect to your intention. Mm -hmm. Two, take action and feed thoughts that are in alignment with that intention. And then three, when you get riled up and when people are annoying you, I'm not saying people don't do bad things. They do. And people are annoying. They can be. But just take a second, turn that mirror inward and go, what is this reflecting about myself? So if this guy's annoying, what is present in me that I need to pay attention to? Because the annoyance is not there just for shits and giggles. The annoyance is there for you to pay attention to something in yourself. So for instance, when I thought Peter Oliver was really arrogant, Mm -hmm. instead of focusing on his energy and the passion that he was bringing that annoyance was michelle you're playing small you're playing small yeah step into it powerful so rather than trying to bring his energy down bring your energy up michelle that's that's really good michelle and we do need to uh you know put that mirror on ourselves and yes, I think all of us, including, you know, us and the listener can relate to that, that story you just, you just gave. And the other thing I really took from today is, you know, make sure you can sit with that imperfection and still like yourself. Right. Just, you're here. We're here. We're breathing. We're, we are on this earth. And, and Jordan, that's enough in many cases, mm -hmm. like just, you know, just be with that. And yeah, it's kind of like, it's just enough, it's enough to be, be present, show up, you know, and a lot of times in meditation, they talk about, you know, the breath is the best thing to make sure you're present. Um, I wanted to kind of close out today's episode. I have a quote that the queen read in, uh, I think it was April or May of 2020. Yeah. And, you know, seven years on the throne, she did a lot of incredible things from a leadership standpoint. There were also a lot of people that, you know, didn't like some of the things she did or don't like the monarchy, right? They've done a lot Absolutely. of things that we could look at that were, were negative in the world. Yeah. Um, but this was powerful, I think. And what amazed me about the queen was that because she had been so through so many things, I mean, she was young when World War II happened, but there were so many things that she was through. People looked at her and saw comfort and saw confidence. So I remember, and it's striking that I remember when she spoke during the first few months of the pandemic. And like people like my mother called me and they're like, oh, did you see what the queen said? And it comforted to them. Um, she said, take comfort that while we may have more still to endure, better days will return. We will be with our friends again. We will be with our families again. We will meet again. And, yeah. and she was right. And I think we all know that time heals a lot of things and time changes a lot of things. 
But in that moment in April or May of 2020, it probably was very hard for us to connect with the fact that life will come back to what it once was. It might be different as we record this over Zoom, but, uh, but it will come back. Yeah, and I think the wisdom of age and experience is, is profound there because whatever shit we're going through right now or you personally are going through like you know there are there are dark times in in living in leadership and so if you're in one of the dark times what we know for sure is it's not forever it may be transformative and we might have to surrender to the transformation but it's not forever I think that's I think that's very powerful. And and when you realize that it's not forever, when you acknowledge that it's not forever, if you reconnect to what good am I trying to do? What am I trying to create? What is my intention, my vision? And focus more on that than on the energy of imperfection and on the energy of mistakes and on the energy of mistake missteps, I think you'll be shocked at what can happen for you. And that's the shift. Thanks for tuning in and be sure to follow Get Your Shift Together on Spotify, subscribe on Apple Podcasts and visit michelleferrari.org to learn more. This has been Jordan Harding with Michelle Ferrari reminding you to get your shift together. Join us next time.